Paid seventeen for Zach Moss, bro, bro. All right, welcome back once again to the Organic Football Podcast. Week thirteen is wrapping up, and it's usually one of the uh, biggest, most important weeks on the fantasy football calendar. Make or break time for the playoff scenarios. You got teams getting in, teams on the bubble, teams just missing out. And uh, that's kind of where we're at as we're watching this wonderful Tuesday night football action. Uh, we got the Ravens up 17-10 to 10 over the Dallas Cowboys in the third quarter. And Guys, let me check in over there with you all. I mean, we made it through the regular season. Uh, this is the end of it. And, you know, for two of us, uh, hey, didn't quite go the way we were hoping. But for one of us, they're sitting in a pretty good spot. So I'll send it over to him first. Brad, our newly crowned number one seed uh quick hundred bucks going in your pocket and tell me how it feels bro feels good i'll enjoy it for tonight and then uh tomorrow it's back to work back to the grind yep i mean because because honestly best record it's nice the best thing about best record is you get that first seed and you're gonna play the lowest you get that by and you guaranteed lowest team so that's the most important thing because the whole eye of the prize is to get the trophy. So mm-hmm. it does definitely help you out. So I got to say, I do like that. And the 100 bucks is nice, too. Got that first round buy? I did. First round buy is absolutely huge. Funny thing is with Noel, my wife, I, I tell her, um, I'm always looking to get that one or two seed in our league because um, her birthday, which happens to be tomorrow, happy birthday, Um <laughs> Her birthday always falls like in week 14. So, <laughs> and it's like, we always got to do like celebration stuff and all that kind of stuff, which is great. But I know that that weekend is rough for that. I'm always like, man, I got to get myself out of play on week 14. And I, I did it in the bad way this year. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the playoffs. I mean, most of the time I'm getting one or two seed, I'm kicking ass. And I'm like, yeah, I did my work. And uh, this year, I just uh, I didn't make it. It's a, a different feeling for me. I don't like that feeling. I usually I usually plan on making the playoffs. So a little frustrating. The only time in ten years. Oh no, I've missed it before. You missed it before. Oh yeah, I, I think I've been in the league nine years, and actually, I think this will be my third season missing it, missing the playoffs. I think I missed like one of my first years. Then I missed the year where I had some troubles with Le'Veon Bell and Leonard Fournette type stuff. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, for some reason I thought you in six, six. Then. No, I was I was in it to win it that that year too. I was like right on the borderline. If I had just like mm-hmm. a few more points this way, a few more points that way on two matchups that last weekend, just like this year, uh, I would have gotten in that year. So <laughs> uh, frustrating, frustrating year. You know, year I, you guys know his first championship. I uh, I think I finished tenth. That was a bad year for me. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's kind of funny. I mean, you guys talking about these first-round buys, I was going to ask you, have you ever had a team, while you were sitting there on that buy, had your team and your roster like just go off on that off week, and you're kind of like, uh-oh, I hope they do that next week too. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I've had that happen. Yeah, I've had it both ways. And then the next week they go off for 87 and you lose and you're playing in the fucking consolid uh, fucking losers game. That's what I call it. Yeah. Consolation. Con- the, the fucking loser. losers. Game. The consolidated losers game. Yeah. You're like only hoping <laughs> to get your fucking money back. Yeah. You know? you're like, yeah. I fucking hate this, but give me my money. <laughs> Just give me my money. Fine. Yeah. Rich and Brad, I mean, we came into this podcast, this uh, crazy, I think you called an experiment one time, Rich. <laughs> when you were mired in your losing streak, you're like, are we on some yeah. kind of weird experiment? So, some yeah. weird social experiment right now on me. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we came into it, obviously the best intentions. We all want to make the playoffs and hoping that we were, tried to make the smart moves. But, you know, hey, we also go, went in knowing maybe all three of us don't make the playoffs. That was a possibility, too. So, uh, you look around, there's a lot of good teams that are in there with you, Brad. So I think it's going to be a tough fight, man, for that trophy. I think one through six, the squads that made it look pretty strong to me. I'm not scared. <laughs> I'm not saying you got to be scared. I'm saying, you know, some good teams out there. Please be confident. I mean, you have Russell Wilson on your team. What did he get last week? He got fucking dog food. I, I would say, I mean, like, as opposed to where you were, like, you know, three weeks ago feeling like Russ was cooking or something three, four weeks ago, you do have that little drop off now where it's like, okay, now there's a question mark a little bit at that, at that quarterback position. I know my feelings hoping to get into the playoffs here with my roster. I was telling myself, I have an advantage over your team with my quarterback situation. I think Mark would, would feel the same way. Like we like, that's just that leg up now where, Russ is still, like I said, Russ, I, I still buy into him as like a nice six, seven guy. He's, he's going to average you 23 points for the rest of the games. Um, I think he's got better matchups, but this was a tough matchup we saw this weekend. If we're going to get into some games. You did call it. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of foresee this and I'll tell you, I mean, New York Giants, they're, they're giving up 19 points a game. I mean, that's, that's good defense. And, and yeah. what they, what they did in this game, we clearly see they're a good defense. Uh, and I like what they do on both sides of the ball. Are you getting excited, Brad? You that like Marquise yeah, Brown? Man. What's that about? No, no I, that was, I like football, man. What a catch. Oh, yeah. Dying through excited. the back corner end zone. Pop, Toe drag. By the way, I hate when they do that light stuff, when they flash the lights. Yeah. It hurts my eyes. I'm epileptic. <laughs> I'm epileptic. Stop it, guys. Yeah. It hurts me. It gives me yeah, a headache. Yeah, have a seizure. Yeah, it's, it's all right. I'm just trying they to watch football. put warnings on video games because of guys like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about the Giants. Oh, Giants. I'll tell you what impressed me about the Giants now, too, um, is their offensive line. Smashing people, man. Mm-hmm. Going out there literally smashing people. Um, I mean, we saw in this game, Wayne Gallman runs for 135 yards. Meanwhile, Mr. Old School Alfred Morris comes in and gets himself two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And they got Colt McCoy playing quarterback. And that, yeah. that was pretty surprising. They went in and won that game. And yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to flip the script. I was talking some junk about the Giants earlier in the year. You know, I pointed out they've been one in seven, three out of the past four years. But I mean, they lose Saquon Barkley. Daniel Jones is banged up. And, you know, the Joe Judge, he's done a pretty good job turning this team around. And, you know, well, I've done a lot better job than some coaches that I know. 
You're calling from the hot seat a couple weeks. Like, well, early, uh, early in the season. Early, I early. I remember, I remember very early in the season. Maybe it was week two or some shit like that. We were getting that report of like where he's making the coaches run laps and he was restarting practice. And I was like, "Whoa, dude! I don't know if this guy is going to work out right now." But what I'll tell you is, he is he has ground out a hard nosed football team on the other side of this. And uh, the Cardinals got to play the giants this weekend. I, I'm not looking forward to that matchup, man. Like this is a good team. Um, I don't know if you know this about the Joe judge situation, but um, I, I found it interesting because I've been watching the offensive line because they fired their offensive line coach about one, two weeks ago, Mark Colombo. And mm-hmm. so the reports, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but Joe judge and Mark Colombo got in a fight. Mm. <laughs> And so, is that, you, <laughs> is that former Bears offensive lineman Mark Colombo? Did he become a coach? That might be. Oh, I mean, he's exactly. he's huge. He's huge. Yeah, it's probably him, dude. Mark. Col- yeah, they I think that is him. Mark Colombo. Long time ago. That could be him. That you're could be him. Um, good. Good point to <laughs> I'm a what? You're a true Bears fan. <laughs> I bleed that blue, man. And I I know, just, you know about that Mark Colombo, their offensive lineman back in the day. It's pretty good. <laughs> Well, speaking yeah. of coaching changes that need to be made, I mean, we can get in the Bears later, but what were you saying about it? They got in a fight? Those two guys got in a fight, literally a fist fight. And I just like, man, it, it cracks me up. I'm like, wow, this Joe Judge, man, he's a character. Like, yeah. it seems like it's funny, too, because uh, Dave Gettleman, the GM there, I'm like, God, these guys seem like bozos. But then, like, yeah. also in in the same regard, we're getting a product on the field that's that's football, man. I like watching the Giants right now, and that's that's saying something. Like you guys said with Colt McCoy out there, I mean, we're we're running out we're, we're running out backups on backups right now. I don't know. Next year they got Barkley coming back. Daniel Jones in his third year, I think he's going to get his head more into the game. Like I think he he showed some strides this year, um, really turning around what he was doing with the turnovers towards you know the middle of the season. Unfortunately, he gets hurt, but. Definitely something to look out for next year, man. For fantasy wise, we're we're looking at a good tandem. Brad, what do you think's going on on the Seattle side, man? What what's going on with the Seahawks lately? They they were just dominating for you know about halfway through this season, and a couple steps back lately. I mean, honestly, I've watched an unhealthy amount of Seahawks football this year. So what I've actually <laughs> noticed is they do not run the ball well. And everyone knows Russ has got to do something. So they're dropping more people in coverage. DK is getting tons of shadows. And even then, he's still getting open. He's even dropping a couple. So, like, I think that they're just getting ready. Like, I don't know if the run game will come around or if Russ is just like, dude, fuck it. I'm just going to start cooking hardcore again. Because I think he's going to ramp it back up here in the next couple weeks. So, like Rich said, Giants were a tough matchup. They got the Jets next week. Perfect time to go yeah. fucking serve up Get your right. little nice five course dish to everyone. <laughs> and a little taster test, see what people like, and fucking go cook, man. Yeah, I think I think I heard it put like if Russ isn't playing like the MVP, the Seahawks don't win. And I think that's kind of it's on his shoulders, man. Right now, like it, it is where Russ goes, they go, and I mean. I don't know if I'd really rather have another quarterback to like say that, except for maybe Pat Mahomes. I don't know if there's another quarterback in the league that I would want to say, okay, yeah, well, I'm going to roll it out there every weekend and say, put my games in this guy's hands and Rogers. and feel confident. I mean, Rodgers, yeah, but I mean, yeah, they at, 
and they run the ball at least. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they, they have other players. They have a they have a run game. I would say those defenses are about even. I think the Seattle defense has played a lot better too, though. So that's I a agree. good thing for them. That's gonna that's gonna keep them in more games. Um, and and hopefully be able to balance out that offense a little bit. I think. The Steelers, guys, I don't know if you saw this on the Monday night football or Monday afternoon football. They uh, they got bounced from the ranks of the undefeated by the Washington football team. So Show did. Yeah, Pittsburgh got delivered their first loss. and Well, I mean, they played a tough division, Mark. The NFC East is just stout right now. <laughs> Stacked. Yeah, man, that game was pretty interesting how it went down, though, because Pittsburgh got off to a pretty good start, and Alex Smith uh, led Washington back. Defense came up with some big plays. Did you see his, like, ankle bleeding? He had an ankle bleed going on. They, they said it was like Kurt Schilling. I was just going to say the sock, <laughs> the bloody sock. Yeah, he had a bloody sock going on. You didn't see That's that? crazy. Yeah. No, but uh, funny thing about this, man, sometimes I go through and I'll make a little bit of notes on each game. Dude, I am such a stoner. Listen to this, guys. Uh, I wrote down. Listen to this, guys. <laughs> so I write down, Washington beats Pittsburgh. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's a good note. Solid. Really yeah, good start. Good sense. start, Rich. Like that. that makes sense. I like it, yeah. <laughs> and then next to that, guys, I wrote W, just the letter W. Then I wrote an arrow to the right. And then I wrote the letter M. And I have no idea what it means. Huh. <laughs> Walmart? I, I literally just stared you at gotta it. You got to go to Walmart. I think that's what it is. Washington to the right. Mirror. I don't know. I, I looked at it for, God, a good 15 minutes this evening, and I was like, wow, man, you're, you're stuck in a time warp here looking at this, and, and you're not getting anywhere. So I don't know what the fuck that means. W to the right, M. That's my note. Waste management. Waste management. Waste management. You want to go to the golf tournament. That's what it is, man. You're thinking about golf. You're yeah. ready for the offseason. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I meant. I literally could not figure it out, guys. I apologize. <laughs> uh, hilarious, man. That's all that's part my... of the experiment. It's all good. That's right. Uh, I did have one actual note here in this game. Pittsburgh, man, threw the shit out of the ball again. Second straight game, 50 times they throw the ball. Uh Fucking seven drops, man. Wide receivers dropped it seven times in this game. So there was production that was left on this field for fantasy purposes. Yeah, no doubt. I hate drops. I hate drops. My guy's dropping the ball. I'm like, come on, guys. Especially when it's like, that's a that's a catch. You got to make the catch. I'm looking at those things. I'm like, come on, dude. You don't get that many opportunities as a wide receiver. <laughs> what about when they catch it and they just don't call it? <laughs> yeah. You mean like a touchdown? Yeah. Did you see that oh, Terry yeah. kill catch? That's crazy. Dude, that shit was like off his helmet. He was like, just caught it like that. I'm like, and if you see him pop up on that play, he was like, damn. And he slapped his hands yeah. together. And because he did that, they're like, oh, he would have known if he caught the ball. But if they say yeah. like, look at that shit, they're like, okay, let's throw the flag. Yeah. And then I just see him kicking did. it. Nobody knew. Nobody Dude, knew. they showed that replay. It popped up off the couch, man. I was so excited. I was like, Yes. And then they get done showing the replay, and they're, like, kicking the ball. I'm like, no, stop. I text you, Brad. I'm like, he touched it. He caught the ball. It's a touchdown. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> that was no. mind-blowing, bro. You're like, he's 
Got it. You can see it in slow motion. Time for a replay. Well, think about that, guys. I have a heartbreaking story that comes down to like, okay, Miles Sanders, blah, blah, blah. There's a ton of people out there who are going, man, I could have used that fucking eight points from Tyreek Hill or whatever it was. Wasn't it like a 40-yard touchdown? Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Dude. Yeah. No, I still wouldn't have got points. Oh, I might have got new points. Fucking points, man. God yeah. damn. <laughs> Yeah, I had a shitty. Like, I know. I, I, I mean, I still clinched first and everything, but to me, I had a shitty week. Fucking Brown Hill and Metcalf, six, eight, and eight. Yeah. Yeah. Did AJ Brown get dinged up in that game? I thought I saw him go off for just, a little bit or something. I imagine that. He definitely yeah. didn't go off in that game. He did not go uh, off. He meant off the field. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tough game. I, I was surprised that Tennessee got back into that game. That ends up 41-35. Cleveland yeah. wins it. But, like, man, like, how does that even become a game? Like, doesn't make any sense. But Ryan Tannehill, man, he kind of showed in that game a little bit that um, he can he can guide the he can guide the offense down the field without the likes of Derrick Henry doing the actual actual work, actual production. He looked like Ryan Tannehill last year. It was just play action all day. They would just literally play action to it all the time. Yeah, Corey Davis, man, he's a strong player right now. Ooh, I like him a lot, man. He's yeah, so undervalued. Yeah. You know he's you know he's available in like forty percent of leagues. <laughs> That's crazy. absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Go out there and get him, guys. Playoff time. Go get him. He's producing. Yeah. That's why Jonu Smith isn't producing, by the way. Yeah, and if you're not gonna start him, stop him from someone else starting him. Yeah, I mean we've talked we talked about that, Brad. A little bit of fucking defense is in order. If you, if you have the moves and you're in position, defense is definitely a play right now for sure when it comes to playoff time. So I don't know if a lot of people use that as a strategy when it comes to the playoffs, but it, it definitely is. The Cleveland side of the ball, man. Baker Mayfield looks like a what actual NFL quarterback for I don't know. I think it was the first time this season. So oh yeah, had himself a day. Yeah, speaking of play action, I mean that's that's what yeah. it's all about, man. I, I can't I harp on it a lot, man, but like I, I don't know why coaches kind of steer away from that stuff sometimes. And it's just like, no, man, let's go with tried and true. Let's run the ball like a fucking smash mouth team and then let's work play action because everything just sets up right off of that shit. That's that's just defenses cannot handle it. And when like when you go to the level of like what McVay does when he puts in some motion on top of it, that's even better. Go there. Like I, I love what Sean McVay does all the time. Like he's had his peaks and valleys, which gives me hope for a guy like Cliff Kingsbury in that same regard. Because I think Cliff yeah. Kingsbury is kind of running through a little uh, valley right now when it comes to play calling and um, really getting his team ready and and the mindset and some of the and the. Some of the strategy, some of the strategies lacking for the Cardinals right now. I don't know how I got there, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, let's talk about that game, man. About <laughs> yeah, the, let's uh, do it. The Rams and the Cardinals, bro. Because, uh, well, first of all, I did see Cam Akers start to emerge on the LA <laughs> side of the ball, and you know that's one week that we've seen it like that. Daryl Henderson also got a touchdown, but it's encouraging, and I mean, that's he's a guy that could. He could be a, he could be a guy in the playoffs. I think he will be a guy in the playoffs. Um, Cam Akers, you, you said it was just last week, but actually he has three touchdowns over the last three weeks. So not they're also 
even even in a timeshare, he is starting to get more of that in interior red zone work, which is great. We want that. Um, but even this last game, he stood out. Henderson is uh I think he only had three carries in the game. Yeah. And and the snap and the snap count the snap counts way in uh Cam Akers way. Like I think he was, you know, fifty five percent snap share and the, and in that trifecta that's that's best. And I like I've said early in the season, I felt like he was the best back and eventually the tape would get there and so now that they've seen now they've seen more and more tape mark, I, I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna be a great play. I, I forgot to look up his schedule, but I think he has a pretty decent schedule in the playoffs as well. What do you got? Dude, I just thought about this. What if it wasn't the tape that they're they've been watching with Cam Akers? What if they hit that subscribe button and they listen to us? That was and it. they're just like, you know what, dude? Maybe we got to do that, Cam Akers. Maybe we got to give him a look. Yeah. And then they put him out there. And yeah. They're like, Holy shit, those three guys are right. Look at the but Brad dropped him last week. Yeah. <laughs> And they should have reciprocated that and been like, hey, we're going to be playing Cam Akers quite a bit, so don't drop him. Don't right drop him. him. Yeah, they should have dropped him. <laughs> that was more of a handcuff type. I need to feel secure. So it was a mistake. I will admit. <laughs> I love how it was like, <laughs> I had this reason, this reason. It was a mistake. <laughs> it was a mistake. They shouldn't have dropped him. <laughs> It's all right, right, a little high at the time. Yeah. I was thinking, you know what? <laughs> Bernie Snell looks a lot like James Conner. And then Bernie I was like, Smell? <laughs> Bernie, Bernie Smell. See, that's how high I was. Bernie Smell? Smell. <laughs> Snell. Bernie Smell? Snell. Smelly? He's a smelly guy. <laughs> he but was yeah, smelly. So I, I was thinking that, the, well. yeah, that they're the same guy. And I realized, you know what? They're not even close. They don't even look like. Nothing, no. nothing actually has the same resemblance of each other. So, yeah, that was definitely well, a mistake on Cam Akers. I would much rather have. What that would guy. be one thing I would think about, Brad? Though, as as rostering James Conner, it would give me more confidence when he's back. To to because I think they see they you see this shift in the in what the offense can do without him. I think he's I think he's. Man, you're gonna have that is one tough decision. I think you have. Yeah, the only thing that drives me nuts about that shit is like literally he'll drive, he'll he'll run like get a 29 yard carry, a four, a six, an eight. He gets down to the 18 yard line, and they're like, "Smelly, yeah, Smelly's coming in." And he's like, <laughs> "Oh, let's let him carry it three times." Oh shit, we got to kick a field goal. All right, James, time to do the work. So it's kind of <laughs> frustrating. Yeah. I mean, the good thing you got to buy in uh, week fourteen, Brad, because if it's a weekend at Bernie Snell's, uh... dude, I need to. I want that thirty bucks, man. <laughs> yeah, everyone still, should be working. He still gets after that. I thought we were going to talk the Cardinals game. What happened? I thought we were getting into that. I had a we note did. here. We talked Rams, and then just naturally went to Smelly. Mark said he wanted <laughs> to talk the Cardinals game. I heard him say that. Didn't he say that? We we yeah, talked talk about the Rams side. We talked about Cam Akers a little bit, but and then we started Cam talking Akers, about Akers. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I missed board. it. I I need to gripe on the fucking on the Cardinals. So you didn't you didn't allow right, me that back. space. Yeah, <laughs> time flash going. Back. Let them have it. They deserve it after that. So here's what's frustrating to me is if you go back and you look at every fucking Cardinals game this year, 
if we take, I, if I could go back and I could take out one play, one play out of each game, there is a costly turnover in every single game. One that just either puts the dagger in us or total momentum changer. There's one in every game. We've always got a turnover. We got to fucking knock it off with the turnovers. That's what I think. That's that was my note. Knock it off with the fucking turnovers. I agree. Uh, I, I agree. I uh, it just it drives me nuts because it seems like some some drives they really got their shit together and then other drives it's like they can't do anything. So mm-hmm. it's kind of frustrating. I feel like they are going to get it all together. They're going to get it going. Uh, I expected them to just be more consistent, but I do think as long as they get in the playoffs, they're they're a very dangerous team. So mm-hmm. any teams, the Rams are dangerous, and it's kind of funny. Seattle was looking like they're going to be the the easy take home favorites, but they don't even look like the best team in the division right now. So, who do you think's the best team in the NFC? Then, who you got? Best team in the NFC? It's a tough NFC. One. NFC. I said Packers. It's either the Packers or the Saints, in my opinion. Yes, I don't know about the Saints. I feel like is. Mm. If Taysom Hill starts throwing the ball and getting really accurate, that's totally a true statement. But if he's just going to be kind of that wildcat, I feel like in a couple of games, people are going to start catching on to him. What if I told you Drew Brees could be back in week 14? What if I told you he should wait and come back week 15? <laughs> Probably. What if I told you it was more likely he's back in week 15? What if I told you he's my hero? <laughs> Did you say he'd be my hero? He's my hero, yeah. <laughs> you love that, man. I do. I'm not. I'm not bashful about it. That's why I asked. Danielle knows. It's not a secret in this household. It's not a secret. My man crushing on Drew no. Brees. Dude, the guy is a no, stand-up no. guy. Can I have five minutes to talk about Drew Brees right now? <laughs> I get my rant. I get my rant time. You can put your your man crush time on. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying the man is a man. Well, let's go. I call this Brad's man crush of the week. Who you got, Brad? Yeah, he's got Drew Brees every week. The guy week. loses the Super Bowl. And what does he do? <laughs> he takes his kids out and he's like, "Let's go throw the ball in the field because you know that's what they want to do." Puts all his emotions aside, gives back to the community. I just, dude, come on. That's what I we gotta do. Going. Brad's gonna have, Brad's gonna have a weekly segment where it's Brad's man crush, man crush of the week, and then it's just Drew Brees every freaking time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's like know. you know what I like about Drew Brees? That scar on his face. Okay, we'll see you next it's week. A birthmark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Actually, for a, when he was first in the league, I'm like, dude, he's always got shit in his face. What is that? Just <laughs> to wipe that shit off. <laughs> well, you might have, you know, you might have some uh, man crushes on DK and Russ as the playoffs. Oh, he uh, does. Get here, Brad. Yeah, I was. That was already in my mind. When you're like, yeah, as always, Drew Brees. I'm like, eh, kind of DK too, man. <laughs> he has no problem admitting it in uh, December, folks. Yeah, not so much in August. Did uh, you know, like Friday? What was that guy's name? The big dude, uh, Debo or something? I don't know. Big dude. Yeah, and Friday Debo he Senior? takes everyone's change. Oh, and the movie Friday. Oh. Yeah. Oh, in Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in Friday. Oh, you meant from Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah, Debo. Yeah. Yeah, Debo. So Debo is kind of like DK. All right, so I'm sitting there talking about, like, my man crushes Drew Brees, and DK comes up, and I'm like, 
Yo, DK, you know, I wouldn't trip. You know, you're my favorite. You know why man. I wouldn't trip. I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and DK's yeah, like, yeah. Funny, I'm like, yeah. 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 Uh, sweet. <laughs> Rich, you said you have your. Your rant time. Are we gonna are we gonna experience another rant uh this week, bro? You want me to rant on something? I don't I don't know if I got any ranties. Rants. No, I don't have any rants. Except for the Cardinals thing I was ranting on a little bit. No, I'm actually in a surprisingly good mood for having missed the playoffs so squeaky by the hair on my chinny chin chin not making it in. Yeah, buddy. That seventh seat is a uncomfortable one, man. That's I've been tough, there. Yeah. Especially with the luck I had this year, man. Like, to be like, I'm going to be third in scoring. After the year's said and done, I'm third in scoring here. Um, oh, that's what I wanted to mention. A little rant. I could do a little rant for you. You know, if it had mattered a little more to me, I might be ranting at Andy Reid this evening. Because mm. I'm a Clyde Edwards Lair guy. I have him yeah. on my roster. False, I know there's a lot of people out there. Yeah, you want to talk about fake news? Like, let's let's get real with that stuff. That's that's really tough. That's tough out there. Like, he never got in the game. Andrew Luck shit didn't take the the parka off, man. He wasn't coming on that field. He's there in in emergency mode only. It's like, what are you talking about? You have Daryl Williams and you have Darwin Thompson. So why did this happen? I just don't understand that. So I ran. Why did why don't you want to like take the dress? Like take another player away? You know. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't understand it. I, I don't the understand the call on that. The only thing that makes sense is they're trying. They up. wanted the other team to game plan for both, like some yeah. Bill Belichick type shit. Yeah, I, I guess that's that's the one way it is. Is just to say, hey, you know, expect this guy, but it's actually going to be weak ass Le'Veon Bell, who <laughs> you know he just he's he, he's no good, man. He's not there. Like honestly, I was never concerned about him as a as a Clyde edwards Lair roster manager guy. Uh, but you know, that's because he's just not very good. <laughs> he can't get to the holes anymore. He's slow. He's a slow guy. I don't know how he's so slow. He's in good shape. We saw that. Yeah. I'd, one thing I noticed about him is like, it's always been his style to kind of delay and then burst and hit that hole. Well, now he's like a little slower. So he like, he kind of yeah. hits that hole. He's not really bursting through it. And like sometimes he still weaves between three guys, and I'm like, dude, he's slow as shit. Tackle him, and he's yeah. just like, he falls well, for I like six how yards. Some, like, how do you do that? I like how I do like how some of those older running backs still have like enough of that like moves in Shifty. them. Like Adrian Peterson, Adrian Peterson still can like make people like miss in that regard too. Like he's slow as fuck, but he can make people miss sometimes. Did you guys see the uh, Bears Lions game? How that played out. I did. I happened to see that atrocity. Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, well, Mitchell, Mitchell, yes, Mitchell does fumble the ball, but I, I almost feel like Matt, <laughs> Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy, my guy who I who I vouched for. You vouch for him, man. You've had his back this whole year. That was an unfortunate vouching for this year. That's one of my biggest misses. I'll say. Because Matt, what are we doing, buddy? Why we got Mitchell throwing the ball there on second? Was that second down? Am I confused? That was a uh, second down. Ooh, okay. We're not going to hand the ball off to David Montgomery right now. Uh, and David Montgomery is having a good day. I mean, a real good day. Kind of a good day. I mean, he, he didn't seem like he'd be trusted the rest of the way. I mean, just one of his best performances of the year. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. It was. And why would you want to give him a, a hot hand? Offensive line like done you well. I, go with the cold hand all the time. Or Mark, uh, that defense has quit too, right? Like you can see it on their faces. I think they're like fed up. I think it's there, man. I think this whole team, you know, the, they realized who they are. They had to take a look in the mirror when they were five and one and say. Are, are we this good? Are we really this good? Well, these next five games we'll find out. And here they are at five and seven, actually. So, you know, it's uh, it's disappointing that I mean, them and the Lions have the same record. So, there you yeah. go. Is Nagy going? Are they going to get rid of him or not? I think he's one foot out the door. I don't know if they'll do it before the season's over. At this point, they'll probably just let him ride it out. But no, I think anyone who's still in in house is going to stay. I thought we might talk about this for a minute, but yeah, Nagy. Um, I hear like even like Doug Peterson could be out the door, oh. which would make sense to me. Maybe it's getting pretty nasty there, man. It is, but he's got a Super Bowl under his belt, man. This, that don't even buy you a, one bad year anymore in the NFL. They used to buy Jeff Fisher a career, man. Do you, <laughs> I'm not going eight and eight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not, dude. You never do. But I, I did think it was interesting. They're going to start Jalen Hurts this week. They, yeah. they named that this uh, today. He's the starter. So Carson What do you Wentz think that does for the uh, – yeah, Wentz to the bench. What do you think that does for some of the, the you know, skilled players on Philly? Do you think that Hurts is going to be able to you know get these guys going? Actually, Godair has been playing pretty good, but he's about the only one that's been fully startable. Yeah, I'd, I mean – Call me beating a dead horse here, but I'd like to see this team, like all teams, run the ball more. I mean, this is Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is a type of running back. He needs his touches, man. That's why, like, when you see him dropping the ball and shit, that shit's happening because he ain't got rhythm. He's a rhythm player. He's a guy who who needs and wants 20 to 25. He's like, let me go do my work. So by the time I'm fucking, I'm feeling it, dude. He feels it. He sees those holes and hits them, dude. And like, so it's all off-putting for him right now. So I actually think Jalen Hurts, just from the limited amount of tape I saw, he just brought a little stability. He seemed more stable back there, more sure of what he wanted to do with the ball. I don't know what's going on with Carson Wentz. Dude, some of those throws. Oh. Man, as as a guy who rosters go there, when he misses him on those, it's like, dude, you, that was a touchdown. That's like, you know, I, I missed on the Miles Sanders thing, but also Carson Wentz missed him on two touchdowns in that same exact game. He missed go there, like that changes the whole aspect of the thing. I should, I could have been a blowout. I'm like, holy shit, man, go there is like going off on running his routes and being wide open. And here's Carson Wentz missing him by you know eight yards above his head. Well, two two passes were <laughs> spot on. Like, catches yeah. in his stride, and boom, he gets it. And then it's like 12 yards, and he's just like, who cares? 500. No, no consistency. 500 balls, yeah. No consistency. So where's his head at? Like, I think his head is gone. It's not in this season. So I, I think they're doing the right thing by bringing in Hurts. Um, I think it's at least a steadying factor for all these options. I think you might see a little uptick for Miles Sanders because maybe they start to get to the run game. I think it's interesting that they're doing this this week. It's Hurts has to play the New Orleans, man. Like I was, we didn't get into that earlier, but New Orleans defense right now is killing it. Like when I said New Orleans is the, the best team in the NFC, I think a lot of what that's about is that what their defense is doing right now. They're absolutely fucking killing it. Uh, I did. I had one other note here. I think Carson Wentz is probably at least counting his blessings in in, in a weird way of saying that. I guess 
that there's no fans in the stadiums this year because you know Philly fans, man. And if he had been doing this shit in front of Philly fans, oh, my God. <laughs> that shit would have been ugly. Caught a break in that regard, yeah. Yeah. I still remember this one time he got sacked. And he was laying down, and he was all bent in different ways. He looked like the chalk figure of a murdered person, murdered suspect. And it's just, I was just, I can't chalk get out. Line. Every time I see it, I'm like, dude, that guy is just trash this year. Oh, damn. Well, one more game uh, I want to hit, guys, and we might have to kick back into some intermission time here. Uh, did you see what went down in this New England and L.A. Chargers game, man? Wow. That was a beatdown blowout, 45 to nothing it ended up. It was a schooling. Dude. So you're talking about coaches, Rich. You know, Anthony Lynn, I think he's got yeah. the respect of a lot, of, a lot of the people there in L.A., but at the same time, I mean, no, he's that's on a my bad list. look, man. That is a bad look. I think Anthony Lynn's out the house. I think that guy's a real nice guy and real smart and all that, but not a head coach at this moment anymore. And obviously, you know, uh, an organization gets a guy like Herbert in there. It's time to, you know, step it up, take advantage, get in that second year. We've got a great defense coming back next year. You know, they got to fix things on that defensive side too. Like what's going on with the defense? Like they have some injuries, but you still got these other pieces. It, it should be clicking, and it ain't clicking. It's not right. Like, you're not giving up all those points in that game. So special teams is bad. Like Anthony Lynn's off the bear, So Yeah, Bosa was back. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Lynn, like this job, I'll tell you, I think it's the best job. I think it's the best job there is. This is where I'd want to be if I was a coach, man. Wouldn't you want to come into this situation, dude? Justin Herbert. Eckler, yeah, Eckler. We got weapons on the outside. We're we got a defense that should theoretically be good. Like brand new stadium in LA. Yeah, yeah. This sounds like optimal. Like this is where a coach would want to be. Stuff. So uh, I think that's the number one job that comes open for sure. It's better than the Jets' job. And how about that uh, Patriots defense? Fantasy wise, they hmm. put up like a thirty-one points. 31? So. They, it was reminiscent of last year when they did that about seven or eight times. But uh, yeah, yeah this, <laughs> shit, huh? <laughs> they did it one time this year so far. <laughs> so I was like, Dude, there's a time last year could do it. <laughs> you could trade yeah. the Patriots defense for like a top back, and that was like appropriate value. They were averaging like fucking 24 points a game last year. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, from a defense? Nah, dude. Nah. <laughs> I think Sarah paid three bucks that year for him. Yeah, it's pretty raunchy. How many more games do we got? You want to you want to just like hit them up real quick? If you had any thought, I had I only had like very limited thoughts on all the rest of the games that were left. I think. Yeah, let's roll through them, man. Yeah, let's do it. Cincinnati, Miami. Did you see all the ejections and the fightings? Oh yes, I did catch the replay on that one. So also uh, another situation. I just kind of like for my own mind's sake, I, I I point these situations out to myself to like give myself a little relaxation about the whims and you know wherewithals of what happens in fantasy. But you know Tyler Boy gets uh, ejected from the game after one catch, but it happens to be you know a 60, 68 yard touchdown or whatever. So okay, wow, so got the point. Yeah. Okay. So he gets his touchdown. Wow. Okay. So, wow, that looks out. Um, and then, you know, uh, 
Devontae Parker gets ejected. It's just like, this is crazy. You just think about this, like the sheer number of people that are out there. And, you know, yeah. it's like, dude, this is week 13. It's all on the line. And and Clyde Edwards-Alaire happened. Two mm-hmm. ejections happened to, like, named players. Yeah. Like, that's wild shit, man. I remember, like, Odell Beckham lost his mind that one year. He was on my team. Lost mm-hmm. his mind. And then the next week was week 15. This was 14-15. Week 15, he was suspended. It was like, oh. are you fucking kidding me right now? Why is this happening? I don't, I don't understand. Where does this come from? <laughs> but just wild shit, wild shit happens like that. That is nothing. Five ejections you can't plan for. <laughs> no, and I mean they speared Jakeem Grant twice in a row. The same guy, Mike Thomas Thomas on the Bengals. You're like, what are yeah. you doing, dude? Whoa, yeah, <laughs> get on out of here. <laughs> Just the fact that he did that again a second time, that was, you're like, you just got, like, of yeah. course a ball brawl is going to break out. <laughs> and we mentioned the Jets. Who Did we talk about the end of that game? The fucking all-out blitz? I don't know if we were on air when we talked about that. Dude, I'm not even going to lie, man. I was watching because the Cardinals and the Seahawks game came on, and I saw it was like 30 seconds left, and they just punted the ball, and I'm like, oh. There, I know, maybe it was 40 seconds, actually. I'm like, oh, they're going to kneel it. So no big deal. Mm. Changed it over. And then I scroll, scrolling on the bottoms, like the Raiders won. I'm like, how the fuck that happened? Huh? Like, and so I did watch the replay. It was like Derek Carr, nine seconds left, heaving in. I'm like, holy shit. Wow, man. Yeah. Yeah. That shit was fucking, that shit was wild. I can't, I couldn't believe that. They left three, ba- three guys back there. Like, the only way they, the only way they win the game is for, you know, a touchdown. Know, that big old fucking rectangle. Flashback to like when we first started doing this in the summer, and one of the first guys that you were like, "Hey, this guy might pop." Was Henry Ruggs? You're like, he could take <laughs> the top off the defense. Well, there it is. There you go, Jets. I hope you enjoy Owen 16 because that was your shot. Yeah, they, they had it in their grasp, man. And Ruggs fucking took it away. I think they're gonna just tank the rest. Of, I mean, they've already tanked, but I just, I think it's, they got yeah. nothing. Maybe, maybe sending eight was a tanking move, you know, like, shit, we weren't supposed to win. <laughs> Alright, send eight. <laughs> I think, I think Rick Williams was thinking he was gonna end the game with a sack. That's what went through his mind. And, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta like rugs on the other side, man. That's why you're 0-12 right now. I read it like he was just like a fucking... I'm a fucking badass. Watch this. We're going to fucking end this game. I'm Greg Williams. He's got a lot of bravado. He thinks he's hot shit. So bonehead move. Yeah, you can, you can, you can be fired for that one. Even, even within the, that organization, what they got going on, you can definitely get fired for that call. That's, that's for sure. That's, that's not a good call. That's a bad defensive call. One more game that I had a comment on. Oh, San Francisco, Buffalo, man, Josh Allen looks good to me. He looks real good. He's he's rounding in the form, dude. He's start. I mean, he threw the ball like fifty times in this game. They didn't have any fucking run game. Like no, he's really <laughs> calm in the pocket, dude, and just poised. He's like settled. Yeah, he's. It's weird though. He's a little inconsistent too. Like I think he'll be like this for two games, and then he'll have another game where it's just like wild decision making again. Mm-hmm. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! What, what, what are we doing? What, what's happened here? He's, he's making bad calls because I've seen him do some absolutely wild things on a football field too. Where I'm like, whoa! I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know you could conceive of doing that. <laughs> you mentioned uh, Buffalo's 
dreadful run game, Rich. And, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting. I had both Zach Moss and Devin Singletary <laughs> on my roster this year. Yeah. And I ended up starting Zach Moss twice all year. Both times was on that field in Glendale, which is about 20 minutes from my house. And he got me a grand total of 3.1 fantasy points. Uh, uh, I do starts, man. Um, both start. He started that game last night too, and then football. Uh, yeah, he coughed it up there when they were like tucked in on the. Right, like, oh, he never got back in the game. Yeah. It's like, well, he's a rookie. That's what happens. I think he got a little dinged up too. I saw the. I saw both those backs dinged up in the game. But yeah, fuck, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Mark, you drafted both those guys, and fucking the answer was actually neither. Neither. They were garbage neither. all year. Neither. Yeah. Neither is playable at all, all year. And that's due to Josh Allen, too, because he runs the ball in at the goal line. And not only that, he just is their offense. And right now, he's looking good. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I think even in our league, I, I know in a PPR league, Cole Beasley would be pretty valuable right now. Um, even in our league, he's getting close to like you know a startable yeah. asset as a flex too. How do you guy. not start Cole Beasley over Allen Robinson? <laughs> Allen Robinson, Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley, Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson. <laughs> Whatever you pick, Toby, I will say the other thing. FYI, <laughs> Young Skywalker, that I mind tricks once again. This is the playoffs, yo. Like it is, it is pretty much officially week fourteen here. We're we're about done with this week, so we can move on. It's week oh, fourteen. So, Mark, since we've made it through this whole season or regular season, I should say, uh, let me ask you this because I always had this like inkling. I never got you to admit to it, but I think you, I can get you to admit to it now because you know you got nothing to hide. Did you really want Zach Moss in the draft, or did you get stuck bidding him up, and then you had to? Back up your thing by getting Singletary because you're like, well, fuck, I'm stuck with this guy, so I got to get yeah. someone. No, that's not exactly what happened, but maybe I didn't admit it right after the draft. But yeah, because you're like, you're acting like Moss is your guy, and I'm like, I don't think so. I think you were bidding him up and you got caught. A little cookie jar action. Yeah, <laughs> and in the cookie jar and got stuck with Zach Moss. It was, I mean, wow. It then was you doubled crazy. down. That happened to me with Frank Gore one year. When Frank Gore was trash, I got stuck with him. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I don't want him at all. <laughs> if you're asking, Brad, if I would have, looking back, if I would have rather drafted uh, Zach Moss for 17 bucks or DK for 12 uh, hindsight 2020, I wish I would have took DK for 13 I should say. I would have had to go one over on you. I was going up to 25 for DK. We we can, we should do we should look at the draft uh, values. Let's do that next next what episode. We did uh, be like, okay, uh, how's it all look now? You know, I think yeah, Zach Moss will be in the top three of uh, overpays. I wrote that down. We'll do a draft review next week. Yeah, a little yeah. little draft review section. Any more game shit? Let's call it there, maybe. And fucking, I could use some weed. My neck kind of hurts a little bit. I'm gonna go grab an indica. Yeah, buddy, let's do it. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm in. Wait, let's kick back. Back in the day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Oh, shit. <laughs> You've been working on that or what? I had to come back. I was gone. I'm like, I could still hear it. I was like, oh, shit. All right. I'm going to go back. Ten bucks if you remember the nice. rapper who made that song without Googling it. Oh, Brad. I'm watching the game.
I ain't never gonna think of that. Ahmad. That was his name. Uh, I was gonna say genuine. Genuine. <laughs> My pony. I was like just throwing darts. <laughs> I always like that Cameron song. Hey Ma, what's up? That's a, that's a good jam. <laughs> we gonna get it on tonight. What's up? <laughs> we smoke. Oh yeah, we drink. Me too. Something like that. I probably butchered that whole shit. But you guys know what I'm talking about. I really wanted the points this week, though. I wanted three straight weeks going into playoffs of, like, points, points, points. It's like message sent. Oh, Brad, Brad, Brad. I'm going to – this is just my mindset for you here. Don't get greedy on it, man. Eyes on the prize. Oh, that – dude, don't trust me for sure. I just want it because when it was coming to, like, the boom and that week, I was like, dude, I don't care. He can get 45.9. As long as yeah. I win the championship, I don't care. Let him get those shiny tro- shiny ribbons or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> I don't think I want to call them shiny ribbons, but... <laughs> awards. awards. Right. Call them awards. Sweet. Mark never swam growing up. He, doesn't, he never got <laughs> ribbons. Shiny ribbons? I swam. If you weren't a big swimmer? I swam when they threw me in the water. I said, now I got to swim. Dude, they made me swim. I was probably the worst swimmer. The worst. Like I, I it was like I was amazed I could I was even like staying afloat. And then of course they're like, no, we're gonna make this kid do backstroke. You know, I can't even see walking straight. And then they're like, all right, go backwards. So I would literally zigzag from like lane guard to lane guard. I'd start going back and I'm like, oh shit. And then I go this way, I'm like, oh shit. And I go back the other way and I just like zing, 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 zing. It was like painful <laughs> to watch. Like, like literally like kids were all like dried and I'm getting out of the pool. Like, Oh, you guys already got out. Why can't you swim straight, man? Yeah. I'd always get that sixth place ribbon. And then one time it was a bigger meet and I got like an eighth place ribbon. I was like, Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I didn't know they went out to eighth place. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, yeah. oh, eight. I get to That's celebrate my tenth place with, uh, <laughs> I think, with my loss this week, bro. Right where I wanted it, dude. Yeah, whatever. You know, you know that I did have a point earlier about, like, you know what's what's different about us a little bit is that we play in one league. Uh, I think there's a lot of people out there just like scattered playing a lot of leagues. So like, you know, to us, like we, we take it on like a little bit more, like we take it to heart more when we lose. There's no backup yeah. This is, this is our franchise. We have a franchise. This is really like what we do it for. You know, we we've named them our names, our specific names. It's literally like a franchise in my opinion. I'm the general manager and we run it and, you know, uh, I'm heartbroken for the, for the organization when we don't make the playoffs. <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm embarrassed, and I want to do better yeah. for next season and all that. I actually, fucking when I was talking <laughs> to Jay, shit, but yeah, he had mentioned that his team uh, kind of sucked dog shit this year, and uh, I had to concur oh. with him. I didn't, I didn't know if I was being offensive. No, 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 no. Jay, he totally admits that his team was dog shit, and but then he tried to talk to me about okay. due to injuries and this and that, and I said, no, 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 Jay, I'm not. I'm not going to let you out. Barkley. Well, Barkley's big. big I, I will give him that. Barkley's big, but there was a lot of injuries Barkley's on the teams this Barkley's year. Big. I mean, yeah. so I, 
I will say that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people. But know. I did tell him this because I wasn't going to let him off the hook. I said, Jay, now listen, Turtle last year went out and drafted five Atlanta guys, or no, three Atlanta guys. And he got last place. Three. So you, what did you do? You doubled down yeah. and went five guys from Atlanta, from Eagles. I was like, that was your mistake. And he goes, yeah, you're right. That was my mistake. And I was like, whoa. I did not think he would admit it, but I mean, that shows oh, growth. Hey. Maybe he can learn from this and next year just get two eagles. Maybe Jay did listen because I said I said one key thing and any fantasy manager, even the guy who wins, even the guy who wins, Brad, at the end of the season, you gotta self scout yourself and say, Okay, where did I have some miscues? Like what what did I where where were the little potholes that I stepped in? I, I there's there's some of that goes on for every manager every season. So self scouting is a big deal. So if he can self scout that out, that's nice. Now, I've been looking back on yeah. the the Chubb trade because I mean, Grant he he got injured right away, so that kind of like, you know, makes it like, oh, you shouldn't have done that shit. But you know, hindsight being hindsight, Russ kind of sucking ass these last couple of weeks. It've been nice to have Josh Allen. You know, I still have Devonte Adams who's been killing it, but then I would be stuck with James Conner and Jonathan Taylor. That doesn't really like that kind of backfield doesn't put any fear in people's eyes. But when you got those three receivers and Nick Chubb, it's like, oh. So I go back and forth. Well, did I give up too much or did I just. Oh, Waller had a weekend, bro. That was one. Yeah. We missed that because that was kind of a garbage game. But yeah, Waller yeah. balled out, man. Fucking 30, 32 points in standard scoring. 200 yards that's receiving. A, yeah, that's big from a tight end, bro. Beastly, man. Beastly numbers for a tight end. That's that's pretty fucking wild. Real quick, uh, we're, we're are you guys yeah, getting stoned? Let's, uh, or what? Roll into this intermission real quick. So Ka-ka! we're in. Welcome <laughs> to the herbal intermission. It is the halfway point as we're just kicking back at week thirteen, and you know we're talking about our different happenings in our league and fantasy football, NFL in general, and. Now it's time to, uh, yeah, just roll up our sleeves and smoke one, I guess. I don't know. Anybody got a problem with that? I have no problem with that. In fact, I have the opposite of having a problem with that. What would would that be if I had the opposite of having a problem? I have have the solution. (laughs) Smoke the weed. Sweet. Uh, Yeah, man. So what's going on over there, Brad? You're walking away with... Best record. You're heading into the playoffs. You get to kick back next week on the first round bye, dude. Put your feet up and just watch the action play out. So it's literally like I'm literally that's what I'm gonna do because this is like the first weekend in like three weeks, and then the next two weekends are gonna be busy for me. Mm. So literally I'm gonna have nothing to do this weekend, which is just like fucking ironic because it's like <laughs> my team's not really playing. So I'm literally just going to sit back and relax. Real quick, I have one suggestion for you, one piece of advice for you for this weekend. Get the breakfast. Still get the breakfast. Still get the breakfast. Still get the breakfast. You're playing. You're, you, you, keep your, you keep your team and everybody in the same mindset, the same rhythm. Don't let the bye week get yeah. you off your rhythm. Peyton, Peyton, I always I think Peyton. that's, I mean, that's up to you, but. Don't let it get you off rhythm. Let it keep it. Let let's, let's keep that team in rhythm, man. Like this, this squad is fucking churning. Let oh, it yeah, keep I churning. Yeah, I set my roster like, ready for next year. Focused, driven. They know they're coming to play. That's good. 
Okay, yeah. Let me ask you, Mark, who would you start? Sit him down. Because, I mean, obviously I'm just playing for points here. <laughs> don't ask me in a real playoff. The highest – we're going for highest ceiling. Okay, highest ceiling. Highest ceiling. Would you go AJ – Oh, that's why you asked me that. AJ earlier. Brown or yeah. James Conner? Uh, what are the matchups? Let me look at them. I, I get that now. Yeah, look up the matchups. I I get it now. You you were asking me that earlier today while we were working, and I was like, "Why is he asking me that though?" Like like, and you were like, "I want the upside." You're like literally trying yeah, to play. Yeah, if I can get the, the boom upside or something, play. like, like oh, okay. try to get the biggest upsides. Yeah, you're looking for points because I'm not like I, I yeah. can't technically mm-hmm. get a loss. So it's like that's why I told you. I think every week the ceiling. Is, I don't even know what the matchups are, but I think every week the ceiling. It's way higher on an AJ Brown because he can go off. That's that's what I think. Like without looking at the matchups, I would just say like my gut would say go with AJ Brown because he's a 60, 70 yard touchdown away. So Steelers at the Bills, Brad, and uh, let's see, Titans are at the Jags. So yeah, I mean, I think AJ Brown, dude. I mean, he's been on fire, and Connor's been so hard to trust. So. That'd be well, I mean, he's just been steady, steady as you go, man. Yeah, like twelve but to sixteen. The whole situation, Bernie weekend at Bernie Smells. That's We're talking about Smelly again. Bernie yeah. Smellies weekend at Bernie Smellies. Well, here's my thing. I think the evolution smells. is fully he's, taken effect. He smells, he smells the goal line, but he can't get in. Because, like before, we had the the stout backs. It's like, dude, you're getting 20, 30 carries from these guys. You you want to plug three of these guys in? and you want one solid receiver, and you want to go with that mold. But now it seems like in the last two years it was kind of 2-2. It almost seems like if you get like three stout wide receivers, guys that can get 50-plus touchdowns on a given play, like that kind of seems to be the formula now with the way, like you said, these quarterbacks that aren't even the best quarterbacks in the league throwing the ball 50 fucking times. Like the shift of passing his – and and now you're throwing the mix of split backfields. So no one's getting 30 carries anymore. The max is 20 carries. So now you have to take that in effect. You're not getting your full potential out of your running backs. And a lot of times the, these garbage fucking one-yard end zones, they're now going to fucking backup fucking linemen, tight ends, <laughs> sneaky, sneaky shit. Hey Brad, I mean th- – Strictly speaking, that's kind of like why I'm I've been like kind of leaning in towards a little bit of PPR. Negative for that. Like as much as like we've always been so anti against it. I get that, but I'm saying you're making the point for me about why I feel like we should be doing it. So it balances things out a little bit. Because honestly, there's only there's only four fucking running backs that you could describe as yes, full on bell cows, I think. And that's you know, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, well, there's only four, Brad. There's only four. So you're telling me that four guy, whoever those four guys are, they're going to have a lay, a big leg yeah, up coming into so any year. Let's say, okay, for instance, this year, I tried to go get a running back. I was like, I'm going to go get one of those top five guys that I think. And every time I was getting outbid, I, people were going up 60, 70 when I thought they should be at 40, 50. So I was like, or maybe not 70, but you know what I mean. So they're going too high. So I was like, I can't do that. I can't do that. So then I shifted gears. And I went, no, I'll go get two quarterbacks and some wide receivers. And I'll get a, a, a playable running back where before it used to be just a serviceable wide receiver. So, I, I mean, like, you can switch up the mold even though you're not trying to get the bell cow. I don't know why we have to go PPR just to shift it and make it easier, more level field. Like, 
go find the level field. And I mean, if you can't get that, go get a Kelsey, go get the top defense, go find a way to make your team better. If you can't get those bell cows, because if you got a top quarterback and a top tight end, that's going to level the playing field from that top running back. It's hard. Like I haven't like been able to like really form my whole like thesis of it. I can see it like in kind of like a broad statistical manner in my head, kind of. of I'm like quarter point max is what I'm going to be comfortable with. Honestly, I like I said, I haven't. It's more just like in my head statistically, rather than like me putting in a little effort towards it. Um. But if I did, I would I would lean toward it. It's somewhere in between those two, honestly. I think it's a legit where, reason, though. What you're saying, though, is just with the running back situations. It's it it didn't used mm-hmm. to be like that, man. So it's as the NFL game has evolved, the fantasy game might need to in some aspects when it comes to scoring like that. Well, what's frustrating for me is, is just um, the I don't know. I I guess I would call it like a limited resource of mm-hmm. getting after touches now because touches. Instead of where they were, like, I feel like five years ago, I had 15 guys who, even though, like, the 15th guy might have been dog shit, really, but they were still giving him the ball 20 times. Yeah, Mixon used to get the ball 20 times. Whereas now, I don't have that. I don't have that anywhere. I don't have the, yeah, like, it's going away from that. Gradually and gradually, it's going away and away and away to where there's only, like like I said, I think we have about four. Uh, Off the top of my head, The other thing to consider is... With a COVID year and wanting to keep everybody fresh and shit like that, if maybe more coaches are leaning towards committee, you know, shit gets back to normal next year. Could it revert back? I, possibly, but I, I see the trend just going this direction is uh, is what I'm seeing, man. You know, like, yeah. is it really going to go back now that they're, they have these committees? I can't everywhere. remember. Maybe you said this, Richard. Maybe I heard this from someone else. But what if you just drafted – a team's backfield. Like I got the Indianapolis backfield. So I get all of their rushing yards. There's minus quarterback, you know, that's boring though. Well, you want PPR. I think that's too far leaning the other direction to correct it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think somewhere between a quarter and like, I'm saying like, honestly, if like you were not going to do a third PPR, but that's probably like right where the number would need to be to like balance it out appropriately. What? Yes. I told me, yeah, I know, I know. I'm getting fucking yeah, get all five, into it here, but fucking, down. I'm just saying. Yep. <laughs> 0.516th fucking, fucking PPR, guys. What kind of league do you guys play in? <laughs> we go with 516th. We picked it because that's the size of the oil screw on my car when I got changed to oil. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that's good. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying I'm kind of a proponent, a proponent. A quarter PPR would be good, I think, a little bit. But, you know, it's something I think that's a gradual shift for our league, especially because we're, we're, we're hard pressed into a lot of rules, I think. And I think it, I don't think that's necessarily something we're ready for, but I am seeing a trend and I do see a, a solution that kind of makes sense to me and a simple solution that doesn't really, it doesn't overtly change what we're doing if we're at a quarter PPR. Mark my words. Once it's quarter, it will go higher. Slippery slope. Slippery slope, man. It's a slippery slope. Old man. He's like an old man with that. Slippery slope. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> 
Yell, slippery slope. Just <laughs> <laughs> you wait. Then you'll then you'll see what happens next. <laughs> Full PPR. Mm. Then there's gonna be hoodlum. It'll be like an orgy you never seen. It's disgusting. Whippersnappers. <laughs> it's disgusting. Uh, Look what we've done. Look what we've done to this league. It's a shame. You see, I'm more of the proponent of adding a ninth starter and uh, doing like a super flex. Jesus Christ. Get the Let's fuck see, out of the here, kicker. super flex. Eliminate the super kicker. The quarter, no, 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 not quarterback. quarterback not league? super flex, just flex. Well, you can put a tight end. Oh, oh, tight end, oh. wide receiver, Whoa. and running back. An extra, an extra flex spot. Bro. Whew. Dude, my heart sunk into my stomach. Like I, no, I don't even know. No, no, not anymore. two quarterbacks. Just because I started two <laughs> quarterbacks this year, I thought you were talking two quarterbacks every week. Oh, dude, oh man, yeah, my heart's racing, dude. I, I didn't feel good on that one, dude. I, oh, I, I felt like I, I lost a here. friend. <laughs> he's still that same guy <laughs> in that same closet, man. Still Brad. Hi. All right. Good. Whew. Good man. It's good. Hi guys. Uh, Hi. Hi guys. I'm here. Sweet. <laughs> weed. I'm here for you. What do you? Yeah, Brad. What, what's up? Which venom extracts are we uh, partaking in tonight, buddy? Good girl. Good Uh Well, believe it or not, I mean, I love those people down at Harvest. Wonderful people. But uh, the selection of flavors has been somewhat. St- Stagnant, I would say. This Lemon brulee and cherry tang have been uh, their go-tos. I mean, they're great. They're good. Okay. But uh, I've been pretty much getting five and five of those. You should put... You know what you should do, Brad? Holy shit. Put I was just together. thinking about that. When you said that shit, I saw the Starburst thing in your head, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> cherry and lemon. Hybrid. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Cherry limeade. Lemonade. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you create cherry you lime. Create your own flavor combination. It'll be the fucking no name Smithers. It'll be on the shelf at your local harvest before you know it, dude. People will be smoking on you, Brad, on your namesake. Smithers cherry limeades. Smithers I like cherry limeades. Hey, everyone's dude. welcome to the circle. Starburst style, dude. Take oh, a little yeah. fucking rock from each side, melt it up, dude. Dude, I'm actually get it. We uh, we worked that. with some people and they've seen how I smoke and they uh, some people can't understand with uh, I just take the full gram and load it in the fucking silicone jar and just smoke it from there. These guys are like they like conserve it. They break off these little tiny bits. Like this this tiny piece lasts me tiny like four pieces, hits. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I take the whole gram, I put it in there, and when it's out, I put some more. In. And it just kind of goes from there. And he dives in head first. Yeah, and Rich has even been there. Sometimes he's like, dude, that thing's half full. And I'm like, I don't trust it. We're filling it up again. <laughs> well, that was a good little intermission. Uh, you guys, let's head on out and get done. into some of these playoffs. We're not done. Matchups. And- just kidding. Please? I'm just We're fucking done. Mark. <laughs> We're not done. <laughs> His face is like, was not prepared for this. Oh, shit. You know what? He's not done, folks. He wants, I mean, Brad. Yeah, you're the top dog, buddy. We can make this last as long as you want. I got all night. Yeah, I'm not about praise and stuff. I'm a little different champ or best record than Jay. I'm not champion. Oh, oh boy. I'm not a. Oh boy, he just called himself the champ prematurely, uh, folks. 
Best record. Oh. I keep saying I got first place. I can edit that out if you want, Brad. That's well, no, no, no. I, I mean, I, I said this uh, all day. I'm like, oh yeah, I got first place. I'm like, no, it's not first place. I got best record. There's still three <laughs> weeks to play. Yep, yep, yep. Dude, I've gotten uh, second place before. Or see, I did it again. Second, uh, I guess the second place in the regular season, and then I lost both games. So I got fourth. I did that two years in a row. I got I, in the regular season, got second. Lost my two fourteen or fifteen and sixteen. Got fourth place. Zero money. Uh, I was gonna say I thought you had this. I thought you had this bye week. Oh, I get the bye week a lot. You've I had get the bye week. Lot. You've just been in the number two. I had to go get some edibles. Sorry, I was gone. Sweet man, what did you uh, pick up there? Uh, some of these OGs. You ever got the OGs? I like those ones. I like these. Is that the? They're tasty. Watermelon ones. Yeah. Does, does yours say with chia seeds though? I swear I was chewing one. I chewed a seed. I was like, "What the fuck was that?" And then it's sl- dude. It does say with chia yeah. seeds. I'm telling you, dude. What the? I had one. I was like, "Is that a fucking seed?" It was a little weird, but they're still good. Dude, they're delicious. Yeah. Now I'm like, dude. I'm like, don't add water to it. Your hair is gonna be green in the morning, dude. Like chia pet. Boom. Dude, I had green hair in high school. You did, and blue, right? Blue. I also, um, at one point, I bleached my hair totally fucking white, and then I put like some fucking red tips on it and shit. <laughs> Dude, you gotta post some of those. Pictures. I shaved my head once. Check those out. Mm-hmm. Like bad shave. <laughs> I shaved my head once. Dude, I'll never forget that. We were at a fucking uh, Thursday football party before the game on Friday. And everyone's like, yeah, let's shave our heads. Let's shave our heads. And everyone's like, yeah. One guy went up. He shaved his head. Another guy went up to shave his head. I went up to shave my head. No one else shaved their head. I was like, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> I was the third person oh in line and no one else went after us. <laughs> like, uh, no, it's kind of cold. I think I want my head. So I went home and my mom's like, you fucking didn't. I was like... Dude, my head, my head, actual like scalp, is not pretty. There are bumps that can, like, I don't even know if they're like, was that from like hitting the wall or is that your like actual skull? I don't get it. That is why I have a full head of hair though, because no one is meant to see my head. That's good, man. Yeah, I shaved my head, and it turns out my head is really, really round. Which you wouldn't notice till uh yeah, till you're totally bald. Like, oh. Q ball. I've never gone big all the way. I've gone very, very, very short. But the weirdest thing is when you put your shirt on, it gets stuck on your head all the time. So you're like, What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just trying to get my shirt on. <laughs> uh so I had a little interesting stat for you guys. As we uh, exit the intermission here, there's another glorious one on the cusp of the playoffs here for you, Brad. And uh, I, I was crunching some numbers, guys. You know, and uh, like I said, I'm in a math class this year. I, I got an A on it, so pretty stoked about that. That's right, community college. What what? It's all good. <laughs> but uh, no, guys, I, I did crunch some numbers and. You know, one of our guys, one of our best buds of the podcast, Sirope, you know, he graces the intro song uh, with his vocals. 
his soaring vocal track. Uh, I was adding up how many points he put up against us three guys, the OFP. Four games. Oh, again? Yeah. Uh, this is a pretty big number. <laughs> okay, so he had four games. What did he score? Four against? games. Two against me and uh, one each against you guys. Uh, Sorrell put up 493 points, 0. 0.42 points, 493. Woo! <laughs> yes. And he actually nice. scored 117.7 against me twice. Imagine that. Both games, 117.7. The same score? Yeah. Whoa, dude. That blows my mind. That blows my mind more than the 493. Yeah. Oh, my God. The 493 is pretty amazing, too, though. That, that's putting up points. But, yeah, fucking wow. Did he beat all of us? He kicked our asses this year. What's up with that rope? Yeah, he beat all of us, didn't he? Damn. Yeah. He went 4-0. He brought it. He brought it big time, dude, yeah. for sure. So, pop, pop, pop. You know what's yeah. interesting? The other thing I was thinking about that I was going to bring up earlier was we talked in the offseason, guys, about how we usually wouldn't want to roll with a running back and a wide receiver from the same team because only one guy's going to get the touchdowns, right? But this year, you look at it's going to be distracting. Yeah, two, t- uh, two instances this year in our league, it's like worked out really good, which. When you have some of the top five guys at both, I guess it does. But Toby's got Devontae Adams and uh, Aaron Jones, and then Sarope's been kicking ass, rolling out Dalvin Cook and uh, Adam Thielen every week, man. Pretty crazy. I would say there's about two games this year where both of them scored really shitty games because that team just did shitty. That's the downside. So it's like you that's the risk yeah. you play. You're tied to a shitty game. Yeah, I mean, a, a shitty game pops up, you're automatically tied to it. That's that's true of any stack, really. Yeah. Um, but I felt like there was a point in this year where I kind of bought in a little bit seeing what was going on with, like, a Dalvin Cook and a Thielen. But, like, it's got to be just the right scenario. Yeah. Like, I thought for a moment, and I think even it would have been more the case if Drew Brees had been there the whole time, I thought about getting Michael Thomas on my roster. Yeah. Uh, with Alvin Kamara because I felt like that might be one more pairing where it might just be worth it, where there's enough offense going around and there's enough target share and, and usage and touches going around to these two guys specifically. We're like, you know, in Minnesota, there's three guys getting the ball. Like when they're all out there healthy, it's three guys, Justin Jefferson, it's Adam Thielen and it's Dalvin Cook. And so like, you know, they only throw the ball maybe 25, 26 times a game, but, Kurt Cousins, you know, he, he he's delivering the ball well enough. And, you know, if if he's only thrown to those two basically and maybe four to a tight end, four to Dalvin Cook, that that leaves quite a good chunk. It's almost fucking ten targets a game for their wide receivers. So it's pretty fucking nice. So I, I think there's production to be had Henry there. It's, it's a case-by-case basis, though. I, I, a base-by-base cases? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A base, yeah, you got that. There you go. Yeah, somebody had Henry and AJ Brown. I could see starting that every week. That would make sense. Henry and AJ Brown. Yeah. Actually, I think my son has that in his PPR league. Right. I think he's got that going right now. I told him, yeah, go ahead and scoop up Derrick Henry because he was undervalued in their league because, hmm. you know, PPRs a little different. People are like, oh, you know, he doesn't catch the ball. Does he listen to this oh, podcast, okay. Rich? Doesn't really need to. <laughs> uh, I don't think he does. He, you know, he's. He's 15. He's not allowed to smoke any weed. 
I don't know why I thought he was 18. That's mean. Yeah, not yet, man. Oh, and you can't even do it when you're 18. I think it's 21, right? 21 for the legal limit. I was just thinking what, what age we started. <laughs> I was like, I was 18. <laughs> well, I first smoked weed when I was 14. How about you guys? Uh, 18. I think I was 16. I was out of high school. Yeah. No. 14 I was definitely ago. in high school. <laughs> I made up for it, though. A lot of chronic back in the day. Oh, hey, when we were just talking about A.J. Brown, I had a little side topic real quick I wanted to talk to you guys about. I was thinking about, I was thinking about these young wide receivers, man, and just, like, how they're big. <laughs> like, dude, like, okay, we got – like, I got Debo Samuel on my t- on my roster, man, and, and he's another one of these guys. Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, these guys are big, dude. They could be running backs. Like, they're fucking legit. They're big dudes. But they're wide receivers. They go catch the ball. And I think that we see that a little more now. We see these big old dudes who are out there being wide receivers. I, I think of like these young guys this year who might progress and be these type of guys next year, like T. Higgins. Yeah, that's a- T. Higgins is a big fucking good wide receiver. Patrick in Denver. Tim Patrick. You, you, know, you, gotta, you know who's going to be the forgotten man there probably a little bit is Cortland Sutton. Cortland who? Because yeah, he's actually – than who yeah. never talk about him again till after the draft. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like uh, <laughs> that's what you have to do with wide receivers. That's the evolution now of the game. Is big receivers like if they're hard to tackle, they get 50 yeah, 50 yeah. balls. Like yeah. they get tons of pass interference calls because they're frustrating to deal with. You know. So it's just it's it, it wears mm-hmm. on a defense, and they just they're big. So. Yards after catch, those good old yak step. Those yakers, man. That's what Debo Samuel's all about right now. And I fucking, I love that man. Fucking, he's hard to bring down. When you talk about being hard to bring down. He's one of those guys too. Like, they're not get, they're not springing him free all that much. They're just fucking letting him do work, like grind out. Like he could easily, like Debo Samuel, in my opinion, he could easily just be a running back. Or you need crazy top speed. You need to be big. Or crazy, crazy fast. It'd be Henry Ruggs, yeah. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, Tyree Kill. Those guys are quick, man. Oh, the next year, the next year conversations. Those are ringing in my head now. We and Red talk amongst ourselves about next year, Brad. You got uh, more important things to worry about. Brad. I've already thought about next year. I've been thinking about next year <laughs> since like, halfway through this year. There's certain guys that haven't popped this year, and I'm like, they're gonna be so good next yeah. year. I can't wait to get these guys. <laughs> I can't wait to get these. Yeah, the talent, the talent's there. Just didn't pop this year. I, I was feeling that way about Henry Ruggs. I, I, I feel like he has. He's been really Cam super Aker. inconsistent. Like, yeah, he caught that hail mary. But Cam Akers was. I, we'll see. I, I think he's about to start popping off already, though. I told you. I think uh, year two of CD Lamb with Dak. Get some of these rookie drop seeds. Oh yeah. Got, get that out of the way and Justin Jefferson's the best year. rookie wide receiver in my opinion. Yeah. That's... So you watch out for him. I think we talked about oh, that last time. He'll, he's top here. 10 next year. When you're still. technical difficulty, man. So he, he'll be he, he'll be cheap, too. He put himself in elite company uh, this week with uh, – what has he got? What do you have, 12 touchdowns in 12 games or something? I forget what the stat was, but he's like in a, some category now with like Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, you know, and all of a sudden Justin Jefferson's on there. He's a mini Randy Moss. I mean, saying it all year. Stefan Diggs. Come on, Diggs. I'm fucking him. You son of a bitch. You had to, didn't you? I did. 
<laughs> I couldn't help myself. We've been having this argument all year. I call him Mini <laughs> Randy Moss. He calls him his little Stefan Diggs. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to lean with Rich on that one, man. He reminds me of Stefan Diggs. He does things that Stefan Diggs did there. It's the same shit. I love it. Because uh, I liked I liked it when it was Stefan Diggs. I thought that was fucking good shit. I like Stefan Diggs in Buffalo now, too. He's a, he's an underrated guy. Uh, yeah, let's, hey, can we do some waivers real quick? What time is it? I got to get going here shortly. Yeah. Well, not so shortly. I got to do, do some it. waivers. Let's do some waivers. Cam Akers. Some waivers. waivers. <laughs> Cam Akers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I have to correct. Go get <laughs> Cam him. Akers. Get the guy. Unless if you miss the playoffs, then don't go get him. Because, uh, yeah, you're out. We've locked your roster. Don't do that. You're out. You're done. Uh, unfortunately, just don't don't be clicking those buttons. You're done. You're done making those moves. You can set your lineup. You can set that starting lineup, but don't click anything else. Anyway, uh, I have to correct myself from earlier. He Acres did play 51 snaps. So I think 50, I had 51 percent of the uh, snap count. Nope. 51. Yeah. What, what, well, like 51 snaps and 65 percent. 65 percent 65 percent of the snaps and a 21 21 carry 72 yards one touchdown fucking day so pretty fucking nice i, I think they're starting to use him i think they realize he's the best you think i'm gonna get him back mark or you think they're gonna let me get him <laughs> i don't know man if i was in the playoffs i would be trying to put that guy on my roster but then again i started zach moss this week so what does that tell you well i mean i needed a running there, there's yeah. just like so much like there's certain teams like after injuries and you know mishaps and this and that, there's only so much that like you could put forth. So you you did what you did. I could see Sarah picking him up. To be honest with you, well, you're the commish. Yeah, I'll just put him on my roster then. Yeah, <laughs> just for shits and giggles, baby. I, you I should do that. Whatever buttons and I want. I'm like, dude, Mark, what the fuck are you doing? You're like, I'm the fucking commish, dude. Shut the fuck up. Just swing your hammer, dude. I'm telling you, like literally, if I if I had the control of the commish thing at my fingertips, there would definitely be a prank time where I would go in there and I would literally fuck with everybody's fucking score from like the week before and like change everything up. So everybody that next day was just like, dude, what the fuck is going on here, man? You like take away like <laughs> you just like set I yourself so you're in six places, dude. I, so you like, don't no, have to be the I'm in. Yeah. No, man, I'm in. I'm in. I don't know what you mean. I'm in. Sorry. Zach Dude, just is like, okay, cool, doing? man. He's just quiet about it. <laughs> He's all passive. All right. I don't, I don't want Rich to punch me, so. <laughs> I don't want Rich to punch me, like, so I'm just going to be, I'm going to be chill. It's cool. But no, like, props, props to Mark for not fucking with us in that manner, because I totally, like, if I had been commissioner for, I don't know, maybe a, only a year, I definitely would have prayed. I, I was actually thinking about it. The other day, guys. You know, <laughs> Sara was commissioned for five years. This is my fifth year here. I was kind of thinking about, you know, maybe we should switch it up every five years. Have a term limit on commissions. So I don't know if there's anybody else in the league who wants to step up and run the show. Oh. Hey, where'd you guys go? Oh. Hmm. All right. I guess I got to go it alone. <laughs> oh. Sorry, man. Oh. I take that was an important call. What, what were you saying? What did I miss? Yeah, no, there's this job. It's titled. Commission. Hold on, hold on. I get another uh, call. Great job. Yep. 
if you like thankless jobs, it's super good. No, it's just kidding. It is a lot of fun, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's somebody else that wants to step up to the plate. Have a draft lottery. He's gone. Well, see what you did. Rich is gone. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's back. Dude, I'm really stoned because it sounded like you were like trying to hand off your commissioner. Oh no, man, no, nothing like that. Not till next year, at least. Ooh. <laughs> You're stressing me out. No way. No way. I could be a deputy. I could be assistant to the regional manager, but no, not, I ain't no deputy. not this. Not like this. I ain't no deputy. But you <laughs> shot the sheriff? I have to. <laughs> but you did not kill the deputy. I'll kill the deputy, too. <laughs> Brad's going to do what it takes. Let's put it that way. Hey, let me let me do these waivers real quick. Uh, Ty Johnson, somebody to maybe look at running back for the Jets because uh, Frank Gore got hurt. Kiki Cutie, he didn't get picked up enough last week. Uh, I don't think he got picked up in our league. He he filled right in. He did what we expected. He came out there and tore it up. He did some Will Fuller type things. I think you can I think you can expect that going forward. Um, in the running back market, it's obviously dry. Um, but we talked about Acres. He'll be available in some some leagues out there. Looks like Edo Smith might end up taking over the job in Atlanta. What do you think about that, Mark? You had to ask him about that. You watch you watch your your situations more. Like to me, like the 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 guy who's the manager of each situation, they probably watch their situation a little bit a little bit more intently than what. Well, originally we thought it was going to be Edo Smith as Todd Gurley's back up and. It right. clearly was Brian Hill right. for about the first 10 games. And it has since, uh, you know, Edo Smith's played well. And Todd Gurley, it's it's all falling apart for him, man. Uh, if I was going into the playoffs with him, that would be pretty terrifying. So if there are fantasy managers yeah. going into the playoffs with Todd Gurley is, you know, a guy on your roster, look out. I don't know how much <laughs> uh, production you're going to get. Oh, I, I, I saw in my notes here I put um... – I was like, "What did I put this name here?" And then I, I wrote, I wrote some ha ha has by it. So I was joking. <laughs> I, I confused myself from earlier with my joke. Alfred Morris, he got two touchdowns. Go pick him up. I think somebody mm-hmm. should go get him. I think Toby should go get him. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, actually, you know, he, he'd be a really good start. Yeah. Don't let me get Alfred Morris, Toby, or Siro. Okay, waivers. Uh, Corey Davis is available in a lot of leagues. We talked about that. You got to hit that guy up if he's available. Or start him. Go get that guy. Uh, And then, you know, maybe Jay. Or start him. That might be all right. You might want to do that. You might. I don't know how your roster is set up. You might have. That might be a startable guy. All day. Flexy, flexy. Quarterback, if you're desperate, you you might invest in a little project that might pan out in the. Last three weeks of the season, Jalen Hurts, if he's getting the starting job, you never know. Um, there's weapons there, man. I mean, to 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 put it bluntly, Carson Wentz has left a lot on the field, man. It, it hasn't been there. So um, if he can hit some of this and, like I say, be a stabilizing force, he might be, he might be valuable there. And then, uh, amazingly, dude, Logan Thomas is only owned in, like, or rostered in, I think it was 30% of leagues. So Logan Thomas is that available at this point, and they're using that guy. Like he runs a route on you know eighty percent of their fucking plays, so they're using the guy almost as a wide receiver. Yeah, he's the guy who caught that touchdown uh, against Pittsburgh. Give him the lead was Logan. Thomas. 
That's it. That's all I got. These fucking tight ends being used as other roles is just driving me nuts. You should be labeled a wide receiver. You mean like quarterback? Oh, yeah. This guy. This guy's talking like this. So you're talking about your tight end quarterback? No. Speaking of uh, not fucking with the league, I tried to fuck with the league. And Mark was like, no, dude, please don't. (laughs) I was going to leave him in there all like up until game time, and I was going to swap him out. So I know that little fantasy devil was uh, sitting on your shoulder, Brad, telling you like, "Leave him in there, leave him in there forever. It's gonna be fun. Burn it to the ground, dance in the ashes." And look at I get rewarded with that Waller performance. And thus, you got Darren Waller with thirty-two points. Yeah, so, you did what was right. That's pretty good. Yeah, hmm. outscoring him, dude. That's Easy. thirty-two for a tight end. Even Kelsey is like, "Whoa, bro!" And standard scoring, dude, it's ridiculous. Yeah, Kelsey. Whoa, <laughs> clapping. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to shut it down right there. We covered a lot of ground, and, uh, you know, good luck. Uh, well, not good luck. I should say congrats to those six teams that did get in the playoffs in our league. And, hey, anybody else out there that's listening, if you made the playoffs, good on you, man. That's what it's all about. So, uh, guys, it's been real. Let's shut this down, and we'll circle up again in just a couple days here on Thursday. Uh, for some Thursday night football. How's that sound? Sounds good. Sounds dope. Oh, that, Thursday night football. That's what we usually do is a little preview. <laughs> that's just reminding me. That's what we actually do is the Thursday night football preview. Did you guys even look at that game? What is that game? Let's do it real quick. It's actually Let's a pretty good game. Let's do two minutes on the fucking Thursday night football game. <laughs> I know. It's a good game. Oh, I know what it is. It's Patriots and Rams. I cannot believe we didn't. We almost didn't preview this game. I haven't thought about it really whatsoever, but we should talk about it. I think that's a fucking cool game. Who's home? Yeah, it's Patriots at Rams. Patriots six and six. Rams eight and four. I'm gonna say Rams dominate and win by ten points. And they win by ten points. Rams by ten. Rams by ten. Ah. Okay. I have not seen Cam Newton put back-to-back two performances together well. Yeah. And this is a much better defense. That's true. I think they'll handle him. I, I think you got a good point there. I don't know what the line is on that game now that you say that. Rams minus five. Minus five? Yeah. Yummy. You know, Bill Belichick, he had a major head coaching advantage over Anthony Lynn last weekend. I don't see that coming into this weekend. I, I think Sean McVay and, and that that staff in particular, like I've, I've discussed, I think they're on point. Um, Dude, I know that defense had 32 points, but that was feeding off that offense. So when that offense gets shut down by, you know, Aaron Donald, hmm. like that defense is going to be playing on a lot, of, a lot of short rest. The only thing I'll say is the other side of the ball – is that Bill Belichick will, will know what he wants to do to shut down what the Rams will do offensively, too. I, I think he knows how to get in, into Goff's head a little bit. Can I make a prediction? Cam Akers has over 150 yards rushing. Oh, God damn, dude. Why are you saying this? Hmm? Don't say this shit. <laughs> now you end up. Well, I guess you don't have Somehow to. Somehow I got DK, too. I still got DK. 
You got him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got Justin Jefferson. I know. I was in second to last place, and he was my second move, and I still got him. That one blew my mind. I wish I could go back and figure out what move I I made. I traded him to you. I know. For fucking Nikhil Harry. I know you're so down on him, dude. I was like, I was so down. I was like, I almost gave him up for Nikhil Harry because, dude, I wanted Nikhil Harry this year. You liked him a lot, dude. You liked him. Well, I like. I thought Cam was gonna be a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. They don't pass the ball a lot. Why didn't you draft Jacoby Myers, dude? What's wrong with you? (laughs) Duh. (laughs) All right. Well, we talked about that game a little bit. That's good. It's good. Sweet. We did our job. It's time to punch the clock then, guys, <laughs> and get on out of here. So catch us next time on the Organic Football Podcast. Late. Be kind and wash your hands. It's great advice, Brad. We're all architects.